friends, and welcome to Grits and the Gospel, episode two. I am still working on getting my sermons uploaded on this channel, so in the meantime, I thought I would do a couple of episodes just with some thoughts and ideas um, that I have found through my time in ministry. I'm so excited to share those things with you. Today we're going to talk about building community. Um, Ecclesiastes 4.12 says, And though one might prevail against another, two will withstand one. A threefold cord is not easily broken. Those are very encouraging words to me. I uh, have always found myself building community. A, a friend of mine said one time to me that I gather people. And that's very true. I find that in all aspects of my life. And it's very, very important in the time of life that I'm in right now and really in any time of life to gather people around you that support you and love you and are on life's journey with you. Um, we know that Jesus was not alone in his ministry. He had 12 men and um, probably many women uh, around supporting him. And we know of some of them. And, um, you know, he gathered those people that um, supported and loved and cared for him. And so that's kind of what we're called to do. That's what uh, he modeled for us. And that's what we do now and to make our lives successful and meaningful you know, growing up, I had lots of um, other parents and grandparents I have was the oldest grandchild on both sides. I am the oldest of all the grandchildren of my grandmother's bridge group, which was a group that was very important to her, and that was her community. Um, I am the oldest of all the cousins of my first cousin's. Um, and, you know, I, because I was the oldest, you know, a lot of my parents' friends, quote unquote, borrowed me when I was a kid, when they wanted some, um, kid time without actually having kids. So I grew up with just these wonderful adults in my life that were supportive and loving and caring. And, um, I still, you know, see them and talk to them and love them and, that was kind of the first community that they, uh, that I was part of and built into was this extended family. So then wherever I went, I kind of did the same thing. Uh, I think the other thing that really solidified that need for me was that I went to school, the same school from kindergarten to 12th grade, and that's 14 years with the same group of people. So we really built a very strong community. Because of that, I really think I, I've started doing that now in my adult life. I treasure those people and those times. I rely on them for help and for advice and for grounding. Um, another group of people that uh, have kind of come and gone into my life, but now um, with technology, even though we live different places, are my camp friends. One of the verses that we quote a lot was John 15, um, 
13, but I'm going to kind of read around that because I think it's bigger than just laying down your life for your friends, which I have many friends that I could call on at any time and would do anything for me. Um, but John 15, 12 through 17 really reminds me of my camp friends very much, and it says this. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I'm giving you these commandments so that you may love one another. And there's Jesus just saying, I chose you. <laughs> I found you, and I picked you, and I chose you. And I think as an adult, we get more choice with our community that we get to build. Um, one of the things that was really hard for me in leaving Macon was leaving that support system. Um, a friend of mine says, I'm the Maconiest Maconite that I ever Maconed. <laughs> That's kind of true. Um, I moved out of a place where if I needed a plumber, I knew who to call. If I needed a car mechanic, I knew who to call. Um, to a place where I didn't know anybody and have to rely on others to help me in that. And that's great. That's a learning process that I've really enjoyed. Um, but I have found, I did find that I was most, um, uh, I, I wouldn't say disturbed. I was most hesitant to leave Macon because of these groups of people that I had built. I was worried that I would leave and everybody for, would forget about me. And that is not true at all. Um, I have a group of work friends I was especially worried about because they still are at the same job I was, but we text every day and still talk. I don't know why I was worried. They're not getting rid of me that easily. But um, that was really actually more trauma bonding. Like we were in the weeds together at work, and that was really um, character building, and it was relationship building, and it was community building. And I know I can trust those people um, to have my back in any situation. Same with church friends. It's a great group of people from my home church, and I love them dearly, and I'm thankful for them. And I still have a text chain with a lot of the strong women that I love from Mulberry. Um, I speak to and know and just am so thankful for the ministerial staff at Mulberry as well. Uh, I still have a home church, and I'm thankful for that. And then there's um, my neighbors. I grew up in a great neighborhood in Macon. Um, a member of my family lived there at one point um, continuously for over 50 years. Well, longer than that. Probably more like 75, 80 years. Um, and so those neighbors and those houses and those familiar streets were definitely an actual community for me. I learned so much uh, growing up over there, uh, went to school with some of the kids from over there, we rode our bikes on those streets, 
and now the people when I lived there before I moved those people became um, family and friends as well and then of course there are just all the great people in the community that I knew and loved and missed terribly so it was really hard for me to think about leaving all that community even though I will never totally really leave them. But I found new communities up here. Um, I certainly have found a group of wonderful people at Candler. There are two women in particular that I, um, we call ourselves the unholy trinity. We are just inseparable at school when we get together and we help each other with classes and support each other through personal stuff. And it's, it's been great to get to know um, all of my classmates and build that community with students, faculty, and staff. It's a, a wonderful group of people. Um, I uh, am now, which I'm very excited, I'm now a part of a, an S3 group. It's a, a program out of South Georgia that will put together groups of like ministers like it's a group of female ministers to be in service and sabbath and study together and i'm really excited about this new community because i did not realize <laughs> what it was going to be like to be a, a woman in ministry and i'm gonna I'm sure do an entire podcast on that um, it is challenging in ways i did not expect and um so I'm looking forward to that discussion, but I'm also very thankful that I have found this group of strong, beautiful, inside and out, smart, talented, funny um, women. We call ourselves the high women after the, the band. And uh, I'm very excited to get that started this fall. I have a lot of mentors. I have retired ministers. I have active clergy that are all so giving and kind with their time and their advice and i'm so so thankful for that community i have a new church family up here um, the church i'm serving the ministers i'm serving with in the area um, and that's been great um, i knew i would find a great group i, I never doubted that but it's um, been really wonderful to meet these great people that i um, have since I've been up here just a year I've already been able to make a great community I've also tried to reconnect with people from my childhood and high school time who live up here in North Georgia or who I went to camp with um, so and then this way of communicating with podcasts really helps form a brand new community um, but I've really enjoyed my time of just saying, you know, hey, I'm up here. Let's go eat lunch. Or um, I've got several families that have just welcomed me into their home and made me feel right at home like I have a family up here. So I'm very excited about that. It is so, so important for me to have that support system. I cannot do it alone. We say it all the time. And they used to say it, it started kind of at Geico, but... Um, I say it now all the time that it takes a village to raise a Katie and it really does. And these people um, that I grew up with uh, in my home base community and now my 
my people up here north of Atlanta and at Candler are so important to me and to my success in life and to my mental health. <laughs> uh, so I love that. I really um, look to those first verses on how to build community and why it's so important. Jesus could have done this whole ministry thing all on his own. He could have done, you know, worked miracles and met people where they were and preached and taught without anyone if he so choose, chose to because he's all-powerful. But instead, he showed the way to live a life in community. And it's been recently that I've realized just exactly how important that is. And it took me losing that community at home, and I say losing very loosely, I didn't really lose them, and moving up and away, far away, to start to rebuild community for me to see just how important that is. And I think that's a great lesson for me. Um, so I encourage you to seek out the, that support. If you're not, if you don't have a text chain with women in your life, if you're a woman or for men, it's so important as well. Um, then I, I highly recommend that you do that. It will ground you. It will keep you humble it will give you support when you need it. Um, and I'm just so thankful for all of my support groups and sisters and brothers and um, people that I rely on in my community. I'm going to close today with um, a verse that um, I really think epitomize why I build community. Matthew 18, 18 through 20 says this. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed, loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. So these friendships that we are bonding together, this community that we are bonding together, is not just for this earthly realm, it is for heaven as well. And I am so thankful for all of those who I consider my earthly community, because we will continue this community in glory. Thank you for listening, episode two. I am so thankful for that. I do have an update for episode one, and I will be posting that at some point. But I'm just so thankful for this platform and for this way to stay connected. Have a wonderful rest of your day. God bless.